We want to welcome you to another episode of MBKI's Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Pastor Anthony Baxter. Hey Amen. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another encounter on Kingdom Encounter Radio on Blog Talk. Over the past few weeks, we've been talking about sexual sins. We've been talking about sex. Amen. We've uh, kind of dove into some areas that uh, were touchy, and this one that we're going to be diving into today is going to be very touchy because you have a sector that believes and then you have those that don't believe. But I'm going to show you where it is true. The Bible says that there's nothing, or excuse me, let me take that back for those scholars out there. We say that there's nothing new under the sun. The Bible says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The things in the Bible that took place in the Bible, some of those things are still taking place today, but there's some things because technology and the ways of the world have advanced, we don't see it in the same perspective or the same way that we could read it in the Bible because things were moving a little bit slower at that particular time. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to dive right in uh, for time's sake. Glory be to God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just stand before your throne humbled, Father God, thanking you for this day, for this is the day that you have made, and we rejoice, and we are glad in it, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that you open up the hearts and minds of your people, Father God, that they may receive the word from heaven, Father God, that will help them to understand your way and your will, Father God, on earth as it is in heaven. Father, move me out of the way that you may have your way to deliver your word, Father God, to your people. Those that have ears, let them hear, let them apply, and let them be blessed. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we pray. Amen and amen. All right, so we're going to be talking again about sex. Let's talk about sex part three. We're going to be looking at, and if you have a pen and paper, I hope you do, and your Bible, we're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. That's the foundational scripture we've been using over the past three weeks. Romans chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, and we're going to be looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 through 5. We're probably going to have one more series of the Let's Talk About Sex series. I don't think I'm going to be able to get everything in in this time span because I, I just want to make sure that everyone gets a clear understanding and it's it's thorough. Amen. So we're going to start off with our foundational scripture, Genesis chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. Before we go there, let's talk a little bit about perversion. What, what, what is perversion? What is the definition of perversion? It's the alteration of something from its original meaning or a state to a distortion or corruption of what was first intended. Okay, so there were some 
perversions that took place in the beginning of time. As we know, God placed Adam and Eve into the garden. He gave them the dominion over the earth. Amen. He told them not to eat of the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden. But Satan came in and perverted the mind of Eve. We see that. Now, again, we're talking about sex. Now, God told them, he said, have sex and multiply, subdue the earth, okay? What is the main function of the sexual act? It is to multiply. It is to reproduce, amen? It's to reproduce. What has happened is we've gotten to a place to where we've used sex for a comfort, a crutch, a uh, an addiction like cigarettes or drugs to make us feel better. And that's not what sex is about. It's about the reproduction, multiplying, filling the earth, allowing the name of that man or that bloodline to continue to go forth. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go and look at the first perversion that took place when it came to the sexual act, when it came to the sexual act. Again, we're looking at Genesis chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. And it reads, Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose, all whom they chose. So it tells us that they took wives. So these angelic beings became husbands to the daughters of the earth. So we have something that is uh, a mortal dealing with something that is immoral. We have a spirit dealing with a creation, a human being, and creating a child. It goes on to talk about in uh, some of the Bibles, it speaks about, it says giants, uh, the Nephilims. This is where they came from. If we read further down in verse uh it says there were giants on the earth in those days, and the giants were the children of these angelic beings, these watchers that left their posts to come down. Fallen angels is what they were, came down and had sex with these women. Now, what we're going to be talking about today is a very touchy subject, okay? It's a very touchy subject. We're going to be talking about spiritual wives and spiritual husbands. It is true. There's those that believe, and then there are those that don't believe. But I can tell you through my research that there is such a thing as spiritual wives and spiritual husbands. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So, if we go on to 
Genesis chapter 6. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you're touching upon things uh, that really aren't talked about a lot, sometimes the enemy has a way of creeping in to try to confuse, try to uh, distract the mind so that you can't move according to the spirit of God. Hallelujah. I'm having some uh, computer difficulties, so I can't see my notes and things like this. Hallelujah. So I just pray in the name of Jesus that your angelic angels may come in and camp around me, cover my electronic devices. I come against the spirit of Bryce and Bryce that comes against electronics. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And I just pray, Father God, that each and every person that is listening in through their cell phone or listening in through their desktop or laptop, that their systems, hallelujah, are covered in the blood of Jesus, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Glory be to God. Let's move on. All right. So it says here in Genesis chapter 6, verse 11 and 12, it says the population of the earth was corrupted, absolutely deprived spiritually and morally. Okay, this is out of the Amplified Bible. So what we're looking at here is we're looking at how the perversion of these angelic beings coming into the women, hallelujah, has brought forth a perversion, a shift. God did not intend for this to take place. If you listen to part two, you would have heard it was for man and woman, humans, human, a male and a female, as well as animal, male and female. It was not meant for an angelic being to have sex with the human being. That was not in God's plan. So the enemy came and he perverted God's plan. And a lot of the perversion has gone down the lines. We're doing a whole lot of perversion, and we're calling it okay. A whole lot of perversion, even in the marriage bed. We will talk about that as well, because there's some things that are not of God. Even being married, it is not of God. But it has come down that road of perversion, and through television, through the media, and through a lot of other things, we have adopted it as being okay, even as married folks. Glory be to God. So here we go. So, Population of the earth was corrupted, absolutely deprived of spirituality and moral uh, portrait. Okay, in God's sight, and the land was filled of violence, desecration, outrage, assaults, and lust, and for power. God looked on the earth and saw how debased and degenerated it was, for all humanity had corrupted their way on the earth and lost their true direction and lost their true direction. So all of this is taking place. And this is right before God says, you know what? I'm about to destroy all of creation. And he finds a righteous man, Noah, and he sticks him in the ark. He builds an ark, sticks him in it with all the animals, male and female of each animal, and he starts over with them. But let me share something with you. It says that there was a great flood, and it flooded the earth. Everything died off. 
everything, birds, everything that was left. He took one female and one male bird, but all of the other birds, everything died off. So that means that the water must have been pretty high in order for something like this to take place. If you recall, the ark was launched upon a mountain. So the water was so high that when it finally came down, the ark was on a mountain. That's how high the water was. So where did these spirits, where did all of these things go? The people died, they drowned in the water. Where did they go? So there's a place called a marine kingdom or uh, a mar the marine kingdom. And uh, there's a lot of shows uh, uh, that had basically been uh, aired dealing with a kingdom in the water. Spiritually, I believe, this is just my belief. Uh, uh, we can talk about it if you, if you like. But there's some things that take place in the water, uh, uh, underwater, and there's uh, spiritual beings, I believe, that are in the water based upon what took place here. Things carried over. Spirits don't die. Our spirit doesn't die. Our flesh dies, but the spirit of man does not die. It goes somewhere to hell or to heaven. So the spirits of these individuals that were on the earth doing all of this stuff, where did they go? The perversion has carried over. It still exists. And we'll talk about that as well as we continue forward. Spiritual perversion. It opens the door for spiritual wives and husbands. Why does it open the door? Why do you say that? Because anything that is not of God opens the door for the demonic to step in. Again, anything that is not of God opens the door for the demonic to step in and begin to wreak havoc in an individual's life, in an individual's life, okay? Spiritual wife and spiritual husband. What is that? What am I talking about? A lot of people have never really heard of this term. If you, if you go to Africa, if you deal with some of the islands, Caribbeans, Haiti, those areas, they know all about this. Americans, we believe and we don't believe, we wishy-washy, this and that and the third. Okay, but it's real, people of God. It's real. Spiritual wives, spiritual husbands is a very deep spiritual issues that are kept away from millions of Christians today. Why is it kept away? The church doesn't talk about them. The church does not talk about it, okay? But you can find information. If you don't believe me, you can find information. Go to YouTube. A lot of great men, African men of God, that will share with you upon this topic, okay? They are especially uh, commissioned by Satan to molest, trouble, and scatter good and godly homes, relationships, and life in general. What is it saying? It's saying that what they basically are going to do is kill, steal, and destroy, bottom line, okay? They, they, they basically work for Satan. 
They bring trouble into your life. They bring trouble into your home, into your relationships. This is what spiritual wives and spiritual husbands do. Okay? Amen. Glory be to God. So let's take a look at some of the avenues that the spiritual husbands or spiritual wives are are avenues of getting into marriage with such a entity, such an entity. Now, again, I told you this is going to be a very touchy subject because a lot of people don't believe in these type of things. Amen. But if you do your research and the Bible we just read in Genesis chapter 6, it says that the spirit, a fallen angel, came down and had sex with the daughters of man. That's what the Bible says. Okay? There's been testimonies of women that have been tortured by entities that they could not see and feeling penetration taking place while they couldn't get up and their arms were being held down. And they couldn't say a word, even though they wanted to shout. But see, those godly women that know God, even in their mind, they can begin to say in the name of Jesus Christ and begin to call upon the name of Jesus. And in their mind, as they do that, those entities have to let them go because there's no name above the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I know that I'm talking to some of the women out there today that have not shared, that have not understood what has gone on. Some are ashamed of what had taken place, and they've kept it to themselves, not understanding what has gone on. I'm here to tell you exactly what has taken place and why it's taken place. We're going to be going deeper into this. So as I said, let's look at some avenues that opens the door for a marriage relationship with a spirit. Now, it goes both ways with male and female, all right? Amen. Fornication is not of God. We talked about that last week. Fornication is where you have sex outside of marriage. Satan is moving upon this area. If you look like I said in uh, uh, last week in part two, it doesn't matter which way you turn, the television, radio, billboards, it doesn't matter. The media is all over sex. It's all about sex. I mean, if your kid watches TV, they're picking up things that they have no business picking up. You, there is no rated G in, in, anymore. Everything is rated R and rated X. From the TV to the movie theater, amen, it opens the door for these entities to come in. Adultery, being married, one of the individuals being married and having sex with a married individual. Incest, having sex with a family member, a cousin, a sister, a brother, <sighs> amen, hallelujah. We can see those things in Leviticus, talks about the sexual laws. If you remember in part one, we were talking about God being a judge. And being a judge, there's spiritual laws, and there's laws that if we break, hallelujah, we pay a consequence until we repent and ask for forgiveness. Then the attorney, Jesus Christ, can come and by his mercy and grace state, hey, 
we're giving them mercy. We're letting them go. Amen. Glory be to God. Lesbianism, homosexuality, these are avenues that open the door for spiritual wives and spiritual husbands. Amen. Glory be to God. And we also have uh, beastism. Beastlyism. I, I may have pronounced that wrong, but what that is, is it's women as well as men having sex with animals was not something that God ordained. It's not good for a man to have sex with a sheep, and it's not good for a woman to have sex with a dog. But these are things that have taken place. Believe me, people of God, I've heard about it. I've heard about it. I've even known a few women in my days of addiction that have taken and done particular things for drugs. It's not a good thing. Not a good thing. Turn with me to Romans chapter 1, verse 25 and 27 we're going to read. Romans chapter 1, verse 25 through 27. Glory be to God. Again, we're talking about sex, people of God. We need to understand that through our sexual acts, we're bringing upon a lot of our own problems in our lives. We want to put everything upon Satan, but a lot of what goes on in our life has nothing to do with Satan. It has to do with the acts that we do, what we act out based upon the temptation or the desire or the lustfulness within us, then we got to pay a consequence. Again, I tell folks this. God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God, and he will forgive us as far as the east is from the west. But if you kill a person, God will forgive you. But on the earth, you're going to go to jail. You're going to pay a consequence. So God will forgive you. Hallelujah. But sometimes there's a consequence that you're going to pay due to what it is that you may have done. Glory be to God. So some of us may be bound up, hallelujah, because of things that we may have done, and all we need to do is get before God and begin to renounce, begin to break up, bind up, hallelujah, and come free, hallelujah, because we serve a God that is almighty and all-powerful. Amen? Amen. All right, so Romans chapter 1, verse 25 through 27 is what we're going to read, 25 through 27. Amen. And it says 25 to 27. Let me make sure I got the right thing here. Uh huh. All right. Romans chapter 1, verse 25 to 27. Okay. So it says. Who exchanged the truth. Let's go up to 24. It says, therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness in the lust of their hearts to desire their bodies amongst themselves. So that's just letting us know right there is a perversion because that goes against what God has intended for the bodies of man. Perversion. It goes on to say here in 25, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, right there. Many people today have exchanged the truth of God for the lie of Satan. Once they walked in the truth, they heard the truth, they even knew the truth, but they've exchanged it. 
for the lie. There's many people today that are behind pulpits that are in choirs or are leading a choir, but their actions go against what God has set in place for his people. Amen. It says in verse 26, for this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, gave them up to their own self, their own desires of doing and being what they choose to do. For even their women exchanged their natural use for what is against nature. What is it saying? It's saying that the natural use of a woman is to reproduce, but two women together cannot reproduce. Amen. Glory be to God. So with that, God has given them up to their own selves. It goes on to say here in verse 27, likewise, also the men leaving their natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another, men and women committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due, which was due. People, can you see today the onslaught? Look at here in America, we have legalized this perversion. We have said it is okay, but it is not okay. I don't care what the government say. The government that I stand for, hallelujah, in the kingdom of heaven tells me that this is not okay. And it's for us as believers, as children of God, to stand up to what is right by God's standards and not by the Babylonian and Egyptian standards that are still reigning upon the earth today. We must bind together and stand up for what is right. Not just because, well, the government says I can, we can do this, so the Bible says to obey the laws of the land. Well, no, if the laws of the land are contradictory to the land of uh, the law of God, then I'm going with the law of God. I don't care what they say upon the earth. Amen? Glory be to God. Listen, the people today are choosing to walk away and serve the creature. They're choosing to do this. This is that nobody's holding a gun to anyone's head and telling them to go this way or do this one thing. They're desiring to do this from the lust within them. Some of these things have came down the bloodline from things that were done by ancestors in the past. Hallelujah. The, uh, of things that were done by ancestors in the past. You know, you, 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 you have women that have been molested by cousins and, 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 and brothers and uncles and things like this. That's perversion. That's a demon that has overtaken the vessel of that individual to have them come against that woman, that, selfless, that woman that could not protect herself, that couldn't overpower the individual. And now they're scarred. Because of what the spirit of perversion has done to them. And the same with men. Men went through the same thing. I went through that as a young boy. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Listen. So here are some of the areas that we have 
allowed. The church has allowed. We don't talk about, we don't say this is not good. We don't, we just allow it. One of them is sex before marriage. We talk about it, but we don't stand firm and say that, no, this is not of God. Living with boys, your boyfriend and your girlfriend, we don't say that, no, this is not of God. Homosexuality in the choir directors are in the choir. Lesbianism, we don't talk about it. We don't say, no, sit down and get your life right, and then you can come back up and sing because you have an anointed voice. Use it for God. Jeremiah 2 and 11 speaks about this, speaks about this. People of God, I don't have too much more time, but next week we're going to be talking about, hallelujah, how to know if you have a spiritual wife or spiritual husband following you. Amen. If you fall into one of these areas that you feel that the avenue has been opened up through your past, hallelujah, or even your present, I'd like to pray for you right now. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And next week, we're going to be going over some prayer points and some things to help you to overcome and to break loose from this demon. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just pray for those, Father God, hallelujah, that have moved against your will and your way. Hallelujah. I come against the spirit of perversion in their life. I come against the spiritual wives and spiritual husbands. Hallelujah. That has caused havoc in their marriages, havoc in their relationship, havoc in their finances, havoc, Father God, hallelujah, in their bodies, glory be to God, that's trying to kill, steal, and destroy them. Even right now, Father God, I pray that the angelic angels of God may arrest them and send them back into the pits of hell, that your people may be free to live upon the earth abundantly and peacefully and happily under you. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, we pray. Amen and amen. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We shall be hearing from you next week. Join us again. We'll talk then. God bless you.